as if you didn't have feelings and you didn't know what would feelings feel like. Emotions, like, help you to, like, cry. Like, if you're sad, that's an emotion. Sometimes when I get mad at Theo, like really mad, I just want to push him or something, but I actually don't want to because I think it will actually make Theo more angry at me. Have you ever wondered how our feelings affect our lives? What are emotions anyways? Or what distinguishes a good leader from a toxic leader? These are just some of the questions answered by emotional intelligence a term popularized by Daniel Goleman, the best-selling author of the book by the same name. When Emotional Intelligence came out in 1995, it was on the New York Times bestseller list for over a year and a half. Called a revolutionary paradigm-shattering idea by the Harvard Business Review, it was named one of the 25 most influential business management books by Time Magazine. Over the years, EI has been translated into more than 40 languages, and we estimate that over 20 million people have been inspired and transformed by this work. EI has influenced the way the world educates children, relates to family and friends, and conducts business. Over the course of this podcast, Dan and his son, Hanuman Goldman, explore emotional intelligence and all of its depth and complexity, including how this work has evolved in relationship to mindfulness, neuroscience, and the growing need for social change. How do we want to address the father-son relationship? Do I call Dan, Dan? Do I call Dan, Pop? I think Dan in this context. Uh, I call you Pop in, in normal life, so That's I might right. slip into that. Hi, I'm Daniel Goleman. And I'm Hanuman Goleman. And you're listening to First Person Plural, Emotional Intelligence and Beyond. At the top of this episode, After the Adorable Children, you heard the voice of Elizabeth Solomon, our senior producer here. Elizabeth, as well as our executive producer, Gabriela Acosta, will be correspondents with First Person Plural. Gabriela and Elizabeth will be regular contributors to this podcast. And I'd like to take a moment to thank my team. Gabby, Liz, Bryant, thank you so much. This wouldn't be anything without you. Dan, since 95, when this book came out, the, the reception was overwhelming. It touched on uh, an implicit understanding that people had, but had never been articulated quite so clearly. I mean, it was like a, a breath of fresh air or a drop of water in the desert for a lot of people. Finally, there is a way to talk about these things that we all understand are so impactful in our basic everyday world that were never even taken seriously before your book came out. I think one of my main motives for writing Emotional Intelligence was my observation that uh, there was something somehow taboo about emotional life, although it was utterly compelling. It was taboo in in ways that uh, might be surprising today. I remember someone saying, uh, when I started to give talks, keynotes to business groups, he said, you can't use the word emotion in business. Uh, that was the attitude then. That was the kind of cultural assumption. Over the last decade and a half, we've done things through my publishing business, More Than Sound and Keystep Media. But this is the first time that we are 
actively collaborating on uh, looking at what emotional intelligence is in the world. And with this podcast, one of the things that's most interesting to me is the, the possibility of looking at how, how does emotional intelligence manifest? What does it look like when it's uh, at a personal level? What does it look like when it's on a systems level? Because we've talked a lot about mm. the theory of it, but when mm. you look at the uh, application, it's not often as clean as the theory sounds. And when you bring it into the human realm, uh, how, how does it look and what are the impediments? So the theory, the systems, and the personal. I, I love those three uh, lenses. Systems are so important because they're a little invisible, but they determine the choices we're given. We're knocking up against systems constantly. I think that we've been um, blindsided by the negative effects, environmental effects of our economic system, for example, and we'll explore that in a podcast. So I think all three of those levels are really, really important. And actually, Anuman, I'm delighted to be able to do this with you because another thing I like about you so much is it's fun to do things with you. So I'm really looking forward to this. It's true. We have a good time. Since emotional intelligence came out in 95, you've been jet-setting about the world, talking to people about it. And mm -hmm. um, I've had the opportunity to, to go on those trips with you a number of times, right. and it's always a real pleasure. Such an adventure. Well, one of the best ones actually was in Romania. Ooh. Remember Romania? That building was freaking unbelievable, man. <laughs> it's it was like... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but the bummer trip was Serbia because you had the wrong passport. That's true. And, and uh, turned away. You the border. turned away. So we've had some up times and some down times on yes. those trips. Always an adventure. Uh, always an always adventure. An adventure. Yeah. <laughs> and this is just another kind of adventure. That's right. Let's name some of the areas we are going into and some that we might want to go into in future episodes. Uh, one of them is just our own sense of well-being or happiness. Another is uh, the divide that's become rather explosive around social justice or injustice. Uh, another is uh, the environment and our individual impact and collective impact on it. And then uh, there are other areas I'd like to look at, for example, collective trauma. Uh, that's something that we're all going through because of the virus, because of the economic meltdown, for many, many reasons. Uh, and there is a science of trauma, and it has a lot to do with emotional intelligence and with resilience, with how you bounce back from after being put through a very, very difficult time. For me, this podcast is a, a real opportunity for a couple of things. One, there's the exploration that we talked about. What does emotional intelligence look like when it's uh, applied at, uh, in the first person? You know, what does this actually look like when somebody is doing their best with it or not taking it into account? Both of those uh, sides mm -hmm. of the spectrum are really important mm -hmm. information. Um, I also love that this gives us a chance to uh, offer a podium to mm. people whose voices we are interested in, in raising up. EI and beyond as a focus 
uh, like you were saying, you're very interested in things that are not just emotional intelligence. It happens that emotional intelligence was the bestseller that really uh, ran away for you. But, uh, but you since then have written about other things. And I certainly have interests that are, are uh, not emotional intelligence related. However, emotional intelligence can be applied to any human endeavor. Yeah, people know me best as the author of Emotional Intelligence and several books related to the topic from my work on leadership, articles in the Harvard Business Review. Uh, that's my best-known professional face, but I've actually been doing many other things along with it. I've been a lifelong meditator, at least my adult life. I've written a couple of books on it. A while ago, I wrote a book on creativity. I'm very interested in the environment. I've written a book on that. I, apparently, I write books on things I'm interested in. I did a book with the Dalai Lama on his vision for our future, collective future, which I found very simpatico with my own feelings about what matters and where we can go and what we need to do. There are so many people who understand the importance of this work. And if those people uh, want to have this work continue in the world and really investigate what is emotional intelligence throughout our life. Yeah, emotional intelligence operates well as a theory, but when the rubber hits the road, when people are actually applying it, what's that like? And I'm kind of curious myself because uh, it's being applied in, in many domains or it has potential applications in many areas like uh, uh, social justice, the uh, implicit bias in, our, in the systems that we operate in. Uh, how, how does being emotionally intelligent help there, or how could it help? I love that you're talking about the areas that emotional intelligence could apply but has not yet necessarily been explored in relation to uh, because I feel like anything that humans are doing and anything that we endeavor towards uh, emotional intelligence is fully applicable because we are driven by emotions. We are driven by, uh, by these things that are not necessarily checked. Well, I think that the um, interplay between our own needs, wants, desire systems uh, and others <laughs> itself could be explored many, many, many ways. For example, for marriage, for relationships of all kinds. Uh, you know, how we handle our relationships depends a lot on whether we actually tune into the other person. We can go into the different kinds of empathy. I'd love to explore that uh, in one of our podcasts, look at how each of them might have implications for our closest relationships or for us and them thinking, which uh, is uh, one of the uh, problems that I think really plagues us. It's a, a leftover from a very ancient evolutionary heritage, but it's uh, palpable today and very powerful. And what could we do to counter that? Yeah, us and them is becoming more and more enlivened. It feels like it's going in the wrong direction right now. Yeah, and it's extremely divisive, but is there a counterweight? Is there a way we could apply some of the aspects of emotional intelligence to lessen the, that divide, to bridge the divide even? 
I think this podcast is particularly meaningful for me now because I'm looking at the end of my career. I've had a long career, 25 years, the 25th anniversary of the book, Emotional Intelligence. And that's when the podcast is starting. And I feel it's uh, just the perfect way to keep going. So for me, uh, it offers a chance to uh, fine tune a legacy, as it were. Thank you for listening to First Person Plural, EI and Beyond. For a brief overview of the theory of emotional intelligence, be sure to listen to the upcoming episode titled Emotional Intelligence 101, The Basics of EI. Subscribe now and sign up for our newsletter to get notified as new episodes are released every two weeks. For transcripts and resources mentioned in today's episode, check out our episode notes on our website, firstpersonplural.com. Thank you to kids, Jonah, Ari, and Pippa for sharing your voices with us. This show would not be possible without the support of Keystep Media and our co-hosts, Daniel Goleman and Hanuman Goleman. This episode was written and produced by Gabriela Acosta and me, Elizabeth Solomon. Episode art and production support by Bryant Johnson. Theme music by Amber Ojeda. Until next time, be well.